This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what a week. What a week. Yes. Um, I mean, the only thing that I feel like has really happened this week that comes under <laughs> our purview. The only under thing. Under our purview. Wait, you, you are so underselling the thing that everybody is talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I haven't done a deep dive into it, but obviously I've seen the the Adam Levine you drama. You sent that when it was new. Like yeah. there was like maybe a couple, a couple thousand likes at the time that you sent that Sumner Stroh video to us. TikTok algorithm Ooh, knows, knows you. me. They're mm-hmm. like, you want to be in on the drama. Yeah, they were like, mess, immediately. mess happened. <laughs> mess Do you want to see it? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw her video and I was like, what is happening? Because yeah, I sent it to you guys. I was like, what, what yeah. is going on? And then say, it fucking exploded. I have to say this though. Is anybody surprised that Adam Levine is like this? Like, no, it's not surprising. I, I said it back in the day, like back when I was in high school, I remember getting the ick from Adam Levine mm-hmm. because he always cast Victoria's Secret models, models, very people of a very specific type yep. in his videos. And his videos were all the same. Every Maroon 5 video was him making out with a model. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it, and it I felt mean, to me, even at the time, I was like, you are, you are if setting I, yourself up to be able to make out with as many hot people as possible. If I was Maroon 5, would do same. But my favorite <laughs> comment me so already. far. I was like, oh. Yeah. Is that? that he looks like a chipotle bag and now i can't unsee it <laughs> when you look at adam levine shirtless someone's like tell me he does not look exactly like yeah. a chipotle you're not wrong <laughs> you're not wrong my favorite thing is that what's come out of this is that he does text like a high school freshman oh his like- sexting <laughs> listen i oh. sexted a lot when i was on the apps sure. and no one was as bad as Adam Levine. No one. It's, it's, it's cringy. Wait, which also makes it sound like you sexed with Adam Levine. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, wait, should we clarify that? Adam Levine oh, was my, my worst sexting experience. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, Check shit. my DMs. Maybe I have some receipts, too. <laughs> I mean, he DM'd everybody in the whole fucking world, I too. I'm like, I mean... It, it is weird because there's definitely this like this this conversation right to be had around it it's like is that cheating i think it's definitely sus it's definitely let me tell you if i'm dating or married to that guy i don't fucking like it no yeah no what's because i guess the yeah question if i found is, out chris was like sexting with somebody yeah, yeah and, and what's the intention yeah. i think is the thing is nobody is just like he's not reaching out to these women because he's looking for friends yeah. No. So it's like, what are you looking for? Is the is the question there? Because it's like, yeah. I don't know. We could argue all day long about whether or not this is technically cheating, but it's something he was hiding from his partner. So yeah, yeah. Mm. And if you're hiding it, then yeah, you know in your then heart you, that there's it's something not. To hide. And yeah. okay, let's really talk about the real thing that's uh, uh would have me like losing my fucking shit if I found out, and that is 
wanting to name your baby. If I'm pregnant, no, I, just I got swear chills. to fucking if God. If I am fucking pregnant, I swear to God. And I find out that you suggested a name for our baby that was a woman that you were sexting with or having an affair with, whichever it might be. That would that would be the tipping point for me. What? It's bad enough that you're sexting, but then you that is to wow. me that's uh-huh. so fucking gross and disrespectful uh-huh. and let's talk about the percentage of men who fucking cheat on their pregnant partners oh oh yeah it's honestly high. fuck it's you huge yeah it's high and i'm like especially I, when i am the horniest when i'm pregnant like and you're if you're cheating on me well adam levine has a very specific type and that type is very very thin so i don't know how he feels about it his wife getting pregnant which it's like that alone i feel and i have not been pregnant um for a lot of of reasons but like to me it seems like something very Most drastic control related <laughs> very drastic that you're doing with your body this is a very it's dangerous it's it's a lot of things yeah. and your partner is going to step out on you Oof. during that vulnerable time i i think for me that even like kicks it up a notch That's like right. i'm fucking doing this thing for and us you, oh my god yeah. my fucking head would explode yeah 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 well in comments under that initial video and so i made a tiktok because i was like this is what's blowing my mind is the number of people in the comments who were like Oh yeah, my dad named my sister after the woman that he was cheating on my no, mom with. Absolutely. My grandpa named my 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 mom after his first wife. Like it was like it was it, so many. Like, there were so many of those. I, too many. Yeah, and then there was one that was like, "Oh, this one pissed me off." It was my dad named a boy that he had with another woman the name that my mom had picked out I if they were going to have wow. a boy. I swear to you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> the fucking audacity. Well, that is just like, to just choose the name that we mm, picked out. Disrespectful. For complete. our son. Mm-hmm. And you cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Had a son with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you took that fucking you name. my name? That's just a complete lack of empathy. That's somebody that's not thinking, I wonder if this thing would be hurtful. Like, they at don't all. none at all. Yeah, they have no, no concern. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's like psychopath behavior, honestly. <sighs> yes. I think it's psychopathic. It's truly, yeah. And it's it's very, it, it made everybody, people in the comments were like, I'm never letting my husband <laughs> Choose name a, a name. child. <laughs> Thank you. Because they're like, I, I, this happens way too often. And I feel like there has to be something psycho- like psychological about that. Like, I don't understand that. Like, if you cheated on your wife with somebody. Oh, why it, would you want a constant, constant reminder? reminder? Like, oh. because you're sick, right? Like, because why would you? Sick. Yeah. Because you know something your wife doesn't know. It's like a little secret oh. where like every time you say your That's kid's gross. name. That's it, absolutely gross. It is. That is. That is. Weird. Yeah. That to me, that's there the, are the so worst part. There so many names out there. You do not need to name your kid Sumner. But then the other thing too, when his other texts came out, what shocked me beyond the fucking terrible sexting was how many times he brought up his wife and baby Uh like to use as a conversation starter or whatever to every woman almost that i saw the the dms for so i mean and maybe he makes himself feel better by saying like well i was out in the open about it but it's fucking it's it's weird it's a weird disconnect that he has he really strikes me as the kind of person who just like 
needs had, attention or validation yes, in yeah, that way. Constant. And hasn't had a lot of consequences, has always kind of been able to do what he wants. So he, I don't even think he thought for a second that this was going to blow up on him at all. You yeah. know, like, it, mm. so, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's that, that's <laughs> happening. But yeah, no, I, I am firmly in the, like, I know there's a lot of people that are talking about whether it's cheating or not. And I think that that is up to you and your partner. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, and the boundaries that you have set, but I know for myself, I would not be comfortable with well, that. And regardless of whether or not you think this is cheating I, I'm not naming my fucking kids some. Well, that's for sure. And also, I just feel like if somebody is this bold to be sexting with people on his personal Instagram account, like that oh, has yeah. his name, he was taking videos and photos of himself and sending them to these women. So it's like, it's not like it was somebody, he can't say he was hacked or whatever. He's definitely doing questionable stuff in person with people. Like he just is. Like, yeah. and whether or not that means he's sleeping with other people, I don't know. But like, Anybody who's that bold is acting inappropriately in person as well. I just, I truly think that he is a juvenile. Like, I really don't think he thought he was doing anything wrong. I think he didn't think he was doing anything wrong because maybe he hasn't done those things. Like, he's like, what? I'm just talking to these people, you know? Yeah. I really think that he's very, like, immature. Like, I think there's a level of immaturity that's happening here. Like you said, with not having consequences, with not ever having to, like... Yeah. It's just a real... That could be, truly, yeah. Like, he's, like, 23 permanently. There's something, like I said, we've said this before. Like, Uh when celebrities reach, like, a certain celebrity status at, like, a young, under-25-year-old age where they've not fully matured, it's kind of, like, stunts their growth. And they kind of get stuck at this place because everyone will treat them the same Mm -hmm. it's the line never goes up or down so it just kind of stays at the steady pace of like you can always act like you're 23 because you got famous when you were 23 and you get you get paid for that you know what i mean like you get Mm -hmm. rewarded for yeah and for the most part he's like why i I didn't do anything wrong i'm just talking to her she seems really cool i really (laughs) like the name sumner you know like you just feel like he's that dumb <laughs> no, he does you know? kind of strike you. Uh, yeah, he really does feel that dumb. not very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that impression for a while here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that he's not. I just like I don't think that he's malicious is the the thing. I and don't know. I don't think that. I just think he's that dumb. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's all right to arrest your development at 23 and never mature beyond that point. And I don't don't think you shouldn't have consequences for the action. And I don't think that she shouldn't fucking be like, fuck you. This isn't appropriate behavior. And if she wants to leave him, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't blame her. I don't know if I think that what he was doing was malicious, but I do think that he knew, like if we're, if we're using the same thing that you would be doing in a court of law, it's like, Mm -hmm. well, were they aware that what they were doing was wrong? I think that yes, he was aware of that. Like I I think he was, or he wouldn't have been keeping it a secret, you know? So, um, because if he really thought it was fine, then he could have open conversations with his wife about it, you know? And I, the fact that he wasn't leads me to believe that he, there's part of him. He knew knew. that it was that she wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not he thought that that was like dumb or not, because I'm not even doing anything. He still knew that she wasn't 
like that. Right. Yeah. And I think the main, the other main thing about this, this thing that's given me the ick is like how much people are not throwing ick on, on Adam. They just started to, but it it took, it took a while too long before it was like all about the the women and it's like, listen, I get it. Like it's, it's really difficult to not be angry at someone that knows that you're married or whatever and somebody's trying to get in like it's it's hard i have been in that situation and but yeah i mean the main person that made the promise to you is the one that that really truly fucked yeah, up yeah the one stepping out's the one stepping out right period. well and look i'm I, not in a relationship with this sumner person i'm in a relationship with adam and i think that she's there have been arguments that have been made you know that like she she's trying to like be a victim or whatever and she was like but in my opinion she is not in the position of power here right right like Mm -hmm. adam levine is adam levine and he i think very intentionally Yeah, he very int- and he very intentionally went after. He wasn't going after other Victoria's Secret models. He wasn't going after other people who were on the same level of celebrity as he was. True. He was going after Instagram models who were 22, 23, right? Very specifically because he knew that he could use his star power wasn't and celebrity. Wasn't he also like telling them too, like, oh, my marriage is like, meh, well, that's or what whatever. she says. She says so. that that's what he was saying to her. Which mm. I mean, I don't know if he was or not, but regardless, it feels very intentional to be seeking out women who are 20 years younger than you who aren't on the same level of celebrity as you right. who probably grew up listening to your music yeah. and being you know um you know that you can wow them with this certain amount of star power that you can wield you know yeah and i think he was very intentionally wielding that star power yeah and using it as leverage and like that's regardless of like you know 23 is old enough to know better that's the truth but you yeah. have to, I mean, yeah, there is definitely a power difference there mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, well enough with that. Yeah. <laughs> it feels gross. I don't really like talking about it because the whole thing feels very like icky and weird to me. Like yeah. sad. I feel like, I don't know if TikTok has opened up this new mess or this new level of drama where it feels like we all get to have an opinion about other people's situations. Yeah. Um, which sounds weird because I literally have a podcast where I routinely have opinions about other people's right. dates well, and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it does. It does seem like everyone's, and I did see a TikTok where someone was like, I need more information, not about this, but it was a different mess where someone's like, I need more information because I need to know whose side I'm on. And I need to know like <laughs> right. the yeah. background, yeah. who I'm cheering for, who I'm rooting against. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true. And there is this feeling like you have to plant your flag somewhere. Yeah, sure. Right. And so and I think also people rush to judge before they have all of the information. And then by the time they get more information, they're like, well, I've already planted my flag over here, so I can't. I can't can't backtrack back down. Yeah. I can't change my mind about anything. And I think, yeah, I don't think it's TikTok though. I feel like we've been doing this like social media since MySpace, probably, you know what I mean? Like, I think even before that, I think that that's the nature of celebrity culture is like us, us being able to be that's tabloid culture. That's That's us being able to say, I'm team Jennifer. I'm team Angelina. Right. Like I think that's just how we are as people. I think it's very natural to be that way. But I do think that, that whenever I, as I get older, as I'm examining it, I don't want 
I don't want, I don't love it that I'm that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. like, I'm not like, this feels good. You know, like, yeah. Would TikTok exist if we could all have nuanced, like opinions in the gray <laughs> or does it exist oh, no. specifically because we have to be outraged about something? Well, yeah, yeah. And the truth is like those having strong opinions those videos are always going to do better. Yeah. Like being like planting well, your flag in one place or another is always going to be more interesting to watch. Well, especially if it can vilify a woman, let's be oh, honest. Oh God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, good topic. <laughs> oh, well on that note, who are we going to FMK this oh, week? Wow. Oh. I know. We <laughs> Where came to go hard. from here. Exactly. I mean, I certainly would not want to throw, uh, I'm, I'm not touching Adam Levine or Maroon 5 with a like 10 foot pole. No. But uh, we could. I have an idea. Yes. We haven't done a social media one since we did, since TikTok's really been a thing. I think uh-huh. we should do TikToks, TikTok, YouTube shorts, and Instagram, Instagram reels. reels. Oh, a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have very strong opinions about this. Do it. Yes. Because you go first. We just set up YouTube shorts. Which, hey, go follow us on YouTube. I mean, you could hate By the way, go go subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel. (laughs) YouTube is not something that I've ever aspired to be a part of, nor um, do I enjoy uh, being on it. I will definitely watch some videos on youtube and i've i've never i've always steered clear of of the comment section the comment section on youtube is the biggest cesspool of vile awful yeah disgusting comments people are just fucking mean for the sake of me genuinely and as someone who spends a lot of time on youtube i actually really like youtube um you know i follow people on youtube i enjoy youtube but disable the comments you or i mean a lot (laughs) of a lot of the creators that i follow do have um flags on certain comments so that like they don't get posted because they don't want to see it either because the thing about youtube is it doesn't matter what the video is. It can be a video mm-hmm. of kittens playing and there will be somebody in the comments saying something nasty, hateful, Incel. racist yeah, about, exactly. on a video of just like puppies frolicking in a field. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So they're constantly looking for things to be like negative and mean and nasty about. It feels like middle school again. Yeah. Honestly, like whenever I go on there, I'm like, I just get, I'm very like triggered. Yeah. It feels like I'm... I'm like 12 again and just, oh, it's For me, so it's, gross. It's the impulse. I have to control my impulse to not respond. Yeah. Like that's the thing for me is that like, Oh, I got all the snarky comments in the yeah, back of my head. I, I can't, but you can't engage them. But because, you can't because it will just make it worse because I'm like... Yeah, it's I, like picking a zit. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't care that you're saying this thing about me, but I do kind of want to fucking come back at you. But I'm like, no, no. Walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. just walk away. You have to. And I, I have to say that fucking Instagram reels to me, it just reeks of desperation. It's so desperate. Yes. It's yes. So and it's like the I'm same like, trend and not from the people TikTok. who are doing reels. No. It's just Instagram. It's just Instagram. Yeah. Is Facebook compete. and Instagram right now to me, I'm Ugh. just like, can we fucking decide? Like the only thing about Facebook, the only thing is our group. That's it. I would That's honestly it. drop Facebook like a hot fucking Never potato. Been a bunch of cat groups. Not like cat because groups in our group. It That's is it. so yeah. 
Facebook sucks <laughs> now. It sucks, sucks, sucks. Facebook Other than and our Instagram group. have a real hey fellow kids quality. Oh, oh totally. God, like they're trying to Buscemi with the skateboard. Yeah, if they're trying like, so hard, they're like, we're relevant, we're cool. And you're like, no, not, baby. No, I Stay remember. Yeah. I remember that feeling when MySpace was like, this ain't the this ain't this it ain't anymore. anymore. Yeah. Like and it was like a collective feeling. We yeah. all had it. We all knew. We were like, nope, back the yeah. chair up and yeah. got onto Facebook. And I'm like, the exact same feeling is happening right now. Yeah. And uh-huh. Instagram Reels is that yeah. last desperate ploy. Yeah. 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 But mm. then to also too, to be fair, if I'm in an FMK situation, I have to look at it like this, right? I I do look at TikTok might be a little too cool for me right like tiktok might be like it's cool and i definitely feel at home there i feel comfortable but i feel like comfortable in like the social setting of it right like oh i can hang out but do i marry it like i don't know like one-on-one oh it's like dating the guy that's too hot for you yeah you're out of my league and i can understand that yeah and i feel like i feel like i'm like in my heart my instagram i my instagram i might be well here's the thing like I do feel like Instagram is kind of like when your husband got a little too old. I'm not speaking for myself or any <laughs> personal experience. I'm talking about like, you remember like the eighties, it was like a trope for guy like older men to go through like their midlife crisis. Uh-huh. I yes, feel yeah. like Instagram is a man Instagram, who has bought a motorcycle. Yes, yeah. He's a little bit too old to be driving that motorcycle, mm-hmm. but you still want to support him a little bit. Cause you're like, Oh yeah. You bought know his what? first Life's pair short. of leather pants. He grew like, his hair okay. into a mullet. Yeah. Started working out again. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. You come home. And there's a bow flex in the garage. Yeah, like, like, what? <laughs> Triggered. My dad totally bought a bow flex. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 Instagram just got it's going through a midlife crisis, and yeah. you're just like, you know, it's fine. Whereas TikTok is like one of those like effortlessly cool people yeah. that I I never feel like I I always feel like I have to try a little bit to be cool, which is hence why I'm not cool. Yeah, that's me too. I'm uh, yeah, because they know they know when you're trying. Yeah, and uh, and always when I try, is when I'm at my most like clumsy and oh, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. <laughs> you're hysterical. Oh. You are when you're trying. You're just like I just fell down the steps. <laughs> I'm like oh god damn it, Keegan. <laughs> you're like oh I tripped over that guy and spilled his drink. <laughs> it's I just threw ice at them. Yeah, like. <laughs> Keegan. Ah, Keegan. <laughs> so funny. I know. And Walk Julie, between us. Like, my, <laughs> hold her hands. My like New Year's resolution was like, I'm going to treat myself like I'm the coolest person in the room in any room I go into. It doesn't work. It's just not part of my like genetic makeup at all. Like It's uh, oddly part of mine. I don't yeah, understand. No, you have, I have a real no, easy I don't understand it. You. I have no, I have the, I am the audacity. Yeah. If anybody is the audacity in this fucking room, it's me. I have no reason. There's nothing about me. But there are times, especially when people underestimate me, where I'm like, (laughs) okay, you think you're going to come? Like, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if I got too many pats on the back as a kid or something, but I have the audacity. No, it's a good thing. Like I'm the coolest person in the room. That's sometimes. how it should it. be. No, it, I don't understand. It's, it's it. better. It's Is better. It, then I'm like, I'm like the quiet one that has the face <laughs> on the face, and everyone's yes. like, Is "We she all know, a bitch." Or <laughs> Is she judging me right now? And I'm like, secretly, like, yeah, keep it together. Don't be uncool or whatever. But I'm just like. 
the silent one. You think yes. that you're just like you're like oh look I'm sure that I look like I'm just smiling and nodding. And exactly. And meanwhile, and your like, face is like, like stone. And judge. Every, everyone is like oh god damn it I'm not cool enough to be around her am I? I know god. and I'm not cool at all in my head. It's so funny. You know okay though uh, okay. for me ah uh, this is hard. It I, is hard. I feel like I. I, and this might be a mistake. It's going to be a, a lifetime of um, tripping over myself. I'm going to marry TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. TikTok makes me feel good about myself. It's honestly the only social media that yeah. I've ever enjoyed in my life. Yeah. It really is. And it, it genuinely, I mean, not that I've not, like I've gotten 100% positive comments on TikTok because I, I haven't. I've gotten bad comments on TikTok as well. But overall, I've gotten such lovely comments. I feel like people go out of their way to to find something kind to say yeah. on TikTok. It is the opposite of of YouTube oh. in that like I feel like even when I post a picture where I'm like or a video, do you think it's because more women are active on TikTok? Maybe. Maybe it is because more of a woman's it space. Is usually women. Agree. It You're is right. usually women who are complimenting me even when I feel like I look busted on there and I just got on there to yeah. do something quick the, with no makeup the on. The comments are lovely. They yeah. are, it's, it's just a lovelier space and the way that you can make it the exact space that, that you, you want, want mm-hmm. with little effort. I'm like, it knows exactly mm-hmm. what I'm in the mood to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it knows me. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's why I want to marry it too, it. because it's yeah. just like, it understands. It sees me. Yeah. It sees me. <laughs> yeah. it and it doesn't judge. Me. Yeah. No. It's yeah. just like, I see you. And yes. I'm like, yeah. you do. TikTok, yeah. you and do. it's true. I'll go a lifetime of always playing second fiddle in public to my spouse, TikTok, because TikTok is always going to be the life of the party. Like you're, yeah. if you're married to TikTok, you're never going to be the the life of the party. That just is what it is. But, but at I'm the okay end of the day, it. it sees and accepts you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I just feel yeah. fine. You're right. I'm going to marry TikTok yeah, too. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's the best option now it's gonna make me feel good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah of the other two i think i I know what i'm gonna do i I will say this i will say this because i got i got for the first time ever i got wrapped up in youtube shorts where i was on the youtube app and youtube shorts is the the guy with the mattress on the floor i think it fucks better i'll say it here i was youtube short you're gonna fuck yes yes Yes. You're so right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck you. Instagram yes. reel would probably like, it, it, it's, it's just, it would be awkward. It would be awkward. You might not, you it's know, it's going to take you to an performance issues. Like that that's the difference is like, it's going to try Instagram reels is going to try, but it's going to try in the way that like it picks you up in a Honda Accord. It takes <laughs> oh. you to Applebee's yep. yeah. and then you're going to have Baby mediocre sex on beige sheets. And like that's it's it's fine. YouTube, but, like, YouTube shorts, shorts has like, chaos. yeah, exactly. You're doing coke somewhere yep. and like yeah. fucking, it's yep. like four o'clock in the morning you're fucking in a dirty ass bathroom uh-huh. yeah. like or like in the alley bar. behind a dumpster just up against the wall. Oh, like it's and fucking, it's so goddamn good. It is. It you came dick, twice. You didn't even know you could. It, You're like, goddamn. Then you that you will always yeah. remember. Hold your hair just right. Mm-hmm. You keep the number in your phone as YouTube Shorts do, do not, not answer. answer. Yeah, but you still end up texting <laughs> at like three a.m. And it's like three years since you fucked. You know what I mean? But, but it's like, like that dick haunts you, like Casper. It definitely does. God. It's like, oh my God. And it's a hate fuck because you don't like and him. It's, no. Yeah, he's, he's a little mean to you. Yes. You know, but you're like, ah, oh, fuck. 
fuck. Like, <laughs> you would never. It. You would never. No, you would never, never tell your tell friends. You guys no. about it. Exactly. I could never tell you guys. No, ever. but late at night, <laughs> right before you fall asleep, <laughs> maybe you're in bed next to your partner. That Oosh. dick still. <laughs> like <laughs> shiver <laughs> and that shiver is just leftover yeah orgasm exactly that just came to haunt you you're like oh like, god damn this is like Uh-oh. orgasm zombies <laughs> like years later <laughs> Woo! yes yeah. i agree i think that that is the absolute correct answer yeah i really do it's not good for you <laughs> no no and never Wrap read the comments up. never read the comments on youtube no never. no it's the lesson we're telling you <laughs> what we're telling you is that don't talk about it yeah keep it deep down bury it bury it, it. <laughs> never bring it up again <laughs> oh god well <sighs> you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories yeah, yeah. And we're back. Okay, I'm going to kick us off with stories. This is one that we got in our inbox. It says, hi, ladies. I have been binge listening to your podcast from over here in Brisbane, Australia for the past six months. Yeah. And I'm telling all my friends how much you make me laugh. I am 59 years old and have been single for just over a year. My longtime bestie told me I was getting boring and needed to get on a dating site and get out there. Oh, no. (laughs) Despite my protestations, she uploaded my profile and the journey began. I had been speaking to a man for a few weeks on Plenty of Fish. Uh oh. <laughs> he lived- Ma'am, I- you have not been here long enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you would have. <laughs> we would have told you. Um, he lived close by and wasn't pushy. I like that. His name was G. Looking back now, one of the first things I said to him online was, You look familiar. But he lived near our local shopping center, so I thought I had probably seen him around. Oh, no. We had a midweek public holiday, and I asked if he wanted to meet in interest of not dragging out these online chats. He was keen, so I asked for his number, and we arranged to meet at a coffee shop of his choice at 10 a.m. We chatted for a while. I wasn't really attracted to him, but he seemed nice enough. He worked in IT, was a year or two younger than me. He told me he was about to become a grandfather and was very excited. He seemed to imply a couple of times we should meet again, but I had already decided in my own head there was no connection. Hmm. He spoke generally of a girlfriend years past who had shafted him when he lived in another city and that she was a nurse. I replied, better stay away from those characters, thinking that he would know from my profile photos that I was a nurse too. (gasps) And we both laughed. (laughs) We chatted amicably (laughs) for about 45 minutes when I said something in the course of the conversation, which made him ask me, are you a nurse? I replied, yes. And he said, I know a few nurses where you work. He gave me a couple of first names and I couldn't place any of them. And then he said, do you know Chloe? Not her real name, but she worked in the same department as me, so I supplied a surname. He said, yes, that's her, and went white. Oh, Oh, no. I told him she was a good friend of mine and asked how he knew her. He just replied noncommittally he'd known her for years. He added quickly not to tell her we had met. It's his wife. Oh, no. (laughs) Because she would give him a hard time about it. I said, how funny is that? Chloe's boyfriend is also named G. <gasps> he suddenly ended the date as he walked away, breaking all land speed records. And on his phone, all pennies began to drop. Oh. My friend Chloe's boyfriend worked in IT, lived in the apartment oh, block behind the shopping no. center, and was about to become a grandfather. Oh, oh my God. This couldn't be... 
the biggest coincidence ever. I'm not usually so obtuse, but I never would have expected someone to commit such a dog act. Pretty naive for someone who had been cheated on twice, I guess, but you know the saying, don't shit where you sleep. I then had to wait till I calmed down enough to ring her. She had been off work for a month in the UK visiting her daughter, so I still lived in hope that they had maybe broken up since I had last seen her. you don't want to be that person. Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she told me that he had been in bed with her that morning <gasps> and they had just had sex before he came to meet me for oh, coffee. That's fucking gross. My God. And they had dinner plans for tonight. <gasps> oh my God. He had taken his profile down by now, so I couldn't send wow. her screenshots from P- Plenty of Fish, but I had the text messages from my phone, which we confirmed was clearly his number. Oh. Yep. She was understandably devastated. And then when they went to dinner that night, mm, uh, I sh- hope so. Oof. There was nothing I could do to make her feel better. Chloe is one of the nicest, most Aww. genuine people I know. I couldn't believe how stupid this man was to actually throw his girlfriend's name around like that. She doesn't have a common name and he mentioned the actual department we both worked in what wow fucking idiot yes he apparently had multiple advanced degrees and is working on his phd but was obviously on a tea break when they handed out common sense (laughs) (laughs) i had actually met him casually a couple of times in the past that's why he looked familiar but still didn't recall his face i'm pretty sure he has had to rush home now to change his boxers and do some damage control So listening now, you know, it's not just the young who deal with these dating disasters. Mm. Oh, well, back to the drawing board. (laughs) I mean, I I hear from my mom like all the time is back on the the dating scene. And it's it's a fucking nightmare no matter what age you're at. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing in. Like that is just such a bummer. I feel so bad. And you never want to be that person with your friend. You're absolutely right. Somebody you see all the time. Yeah. So awful. Yeah. And to know it's like the person you're with, like you had sex that morning, they got (gasps) up and they were like, I'm just going to run and do some errands or whatever. And to know that that's what they were doing with the expectation that they were going to come home and you were going to go out for dinner. Wow. Um, that's such a betrayal. Yeah, wow. it's awful. Ugh. Wow. Well, I have a listener story as well. Um, she says, hello, I have a worst date story that isn't the best, but horrible in an ick kind of way. Oh. Before I met my angel of a husband, I went on a date with this guy who was in several of my classes as we had the same major. After months of him sitting next to me and attempting to flirt, I agreed <laughs> to go on a date. He picked me up at my friend's apartment in his super nice Range Rover. That Chainsmokers song just came out, so I was intrigued by the river. Anyways, he takes me to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm a vegetarian and didn't want to be rude. Oh, God. So I ordered fries and carrots. (laughs) Yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, I think maybe now Buffalo Wild Wings has started doing like... Beyond. Or cauliflower, I think. Like buffalo cauliflower. But yeah, there's really... Buffalo Wild Wings is not the place if you're a vegetarian. Uh, He would not stop talking about his parents' house in Highland Park, a stupid, nice, old, rich neighborhood in Dallas, Texas. (laughs) It's the neighborhood in the DFW. So he goes on and on about how they bought his Rover and how once he got super upset while on their boat and he threw his phone off the side, (sighs) then proceeded to tell me how his dad apologized to him and immediately ordered him a new phone. 
why do you think that that story makes you sound good that's like endearing it makes you sound like a baby it It does like a toddler which is not yeah exactly anytime i said literally anything he would respond with you are just so pretty wow I want to slap the fuck out of this man. I, that is so, <laughs> so condescending. So condescending. And don't get me wrong. I love a good compliment, but holy shit. That's I could not, not say is. a damn no. thing without him shoving. You're pretty Ugh. down my throat. Also, I was so hungry and I was getting annoyed. <laughs> he finally took me back to my friend's apartment and he tried to kiss me and I jumped out of his car and said, I'll see you in class. Bye. I wish I could remember everything he said, but it was so long ago. He referred to his dad as daddy and I wanted to throw up my carrots. Oh, no. Daddy? A grown man a grown referring man. to his dad to as daddy. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't like it when grown women refer to their dad as daddy. Yeah. I, I definitely don't want to hear your, uh, mm, mm. dad pops father daddy 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 it's oh, like oh god oh. that's I different fucking hate that different. Different. I, ever, yeah. I know i've told this story but do you guys remember i used to um when i i worked at this salon in columbus and in german village and my the first guy i assisted he was like you can call me daddy and i was like absolutely not i can't will fucking never no that's never it's gonna a hard happen. pass for me dog i was like absolutely not no you worked for him yes he was, i assisted disgusting. him i was i was assigned to be his assistant yeah that's not okay no, no uh-uh. that not guy, at all. That guy so got gross. timed up for sure yeah <laughs> you know he did mm. he did marry one of his assistants oh later. shocking yeah i know it was weird too because he used to like kind of like walk her it was weird like he'd put his hand on her back of her neck Ew. and when they were out it was so weird uh, oh, oh i hate that i, hate, I it. hate that have you seen that tiktok it made me think of you christina where it was just like working in a restaurant with men versus with women and <laughs> it's like uh, you know it's with women it's like oh i'm just i'm gonna come right behind you can i get that um towel over there and they're like, oh yeah sure and it's like working with men they're like grabbing your waist oh, like moving you out of the you? way yes oh god that is so <laughs> triggering mm-hmm. it's Mo- so true grabbing your waist to, to move, move you, you. Yeah. yeah that is so oof. yeah i hate that so much so much all right <laughs> oh, all right so mine's funny <laughs> i was in college at the university of idaho and i owned a 1972 dodge coronet station wagon awesome yeah if you've never seen one of these things they're about as long as football field <laughs> yep. yeah it's like a boat <laughs> does that have the wood panel probably right dodge probably yeah you can fold down all the seats except for the front seat and basically have like a full bed back there behind the driver's seat as a photographer i stuck foam rubber back along with some sleeping bags and a bunch of other stuff that i used to go when i went up to the mountains by myself on weekends to shoot pictures it was much preferable than freezing in a tent so one day in my photography class this girl and i were getting along pretty well so i asked her if she wanted to go out for pizza and beer she accepts and she's very chatty smiley touchy i think this is going to be something good until she gets to your murder car I pick her up on saturday night she is her usual bubbly self smiling and laughing about halfway to the pizza place she suddenly clams up 
<laughs> and starts staring at the floor. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, it's fucking Ted Bundy right now. She answers my questions with one word answers and absolutely does not engage me through dinner. After dinner, she tells me that she doesn't feel well and wants to go home. Uh-huh. And as we approach her dormitory, she literally flies out of the car and goes inside. I am completely confused. And I'm trying to think about what I may have done on my way home. And at the stoplight, there's headlights behind me and it's annoying. So I look back in my rear view to find out what this asshole's doing. It's then that I notice that I basically have a motel room fully made up right behind my driver's seat. Yes. There wasn't a second date. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? What is she so upset about? I don't know. You picked her up in a studio apartment, my dude. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, She's like, no, not no, having thank you. this. No, thank you oh, very much. Oh, my God. I see. I I kind of love that because yeah. it's it's totally like he was not thinking completely of that. Completely oblivious. Completely yeah. oblivious to but it. she was like, um. Uh-huh. No, thank you. Yeah. And he totally didn't get upset because as soon as he saw, he knew. He was like, like, oh, oh, God, what a dummy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I would have ran out of the car, like, that one's on me. That That one's on me. (laughs) (laughs) Fully expect that. Understandable. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Oh, you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with the tainted love? Sounds good. And we're back. Okay, so I have the tainted love this week. Full disclosure, <laughs> I spent like two and a half hours and I was really excited about it too. So I spent like, it's, it's no one's fault. I spent two and a half hours writing this thing. I started writing it and I was like, man, this sounds familiar. But the problem is <laughs> I watch so much true crime stuff that sometimes I don't know if it's something that we have done or if it's a story that I have like seen the dateline for right, or right. watched a snapped on or like something like that. So I, so we keep a spreadsheet of like all of the like things that we've done. And so I searched the spreadsheet and I'm like, it's not in here. We're good. <laughs> and so I spent like two and a half hours, seven pages of notes. Oh my God. Oh my Literally, God. No. I was on the last line, the last line. It was post conviction, right? So it was like the end of my story. And I was like, no, no, no. This, this sounds, it feels, it too- feels wrong. Yeah. And <laughs> oh so no. I searched the sheet again by the victim's name, and there it fucking was. And I was like, so when I tell you, I finished my notes on this tainted love maybe 10 minutes before you knocked on my door oh <laughs> wow this morning so i uh yeah it, it was a is a last minute hail mary but i think it's it's a great story okay i am going to tell you i always get confused whether we've done a story who's done the story we were in new Orleans. i have to tell you this because i feel like you'll appreciate this yes when I'm we sure were in new orleans they were they we did the ghost tour and one of the first stories they told was uh-huh zach sto- and addy I was like, oh, I did that story. I and like, I was I like, not. no, you like, didn't. No, Keegan did that story. I was like, that's right. Keegan did do that story. I heard you were very disruptive on that tour. Oh, Christina was yes. like, Christina Both was like. Both of us. We were, said, we were. Yeah. You were drunk and like correcting the tour guide. Oh my God. We <laughs> were, were like, awful. My friend did this on our we podcast. We and- <laughs> awful. We were awful. We we left the tour and it was yeah. for everyone's good. <laughs> they probably so. applauded, you know, like. Yeah. Oh my God. R.I.P. us with those hurricanes. Jesus. Oh my that was a mistake. Lord. Hurricanes are a dangerous game my friend it's like just a delicious icy Mm -hmm. but i just like the idea of being drunk and sugar sugar high high? at the same time it was like awful that crash is intense oh the the hurricane hangover was crash 
Chris rarely ever gets upset with me, but he was like, (laughs) he he goes, he goes, honestly, you and Christina talking about how you guys were going to be who you were going to be when you guys were older. Like Eric and I didn't exist in this (laughs) storyline. He was like, I was so sad. I was like, oh my God, we're up. I didn't mean it like that, but we were like, this is who we're going to be when we're 60. We're going to be like walking around and like... (laughs) (laughs) turbans and like house dresses that is the life yeah yeah Yeah. oh god amazing (laughs) okay we're making plans for our future oh yeah i mean not include them at all (laughs) how many times have we done that where we're like look at this old lady island where they all like moved into a golden girls house together in like a practical magic house by the sea and i'm like this sounds amazing um excuse me (laughs) hi where are we in this scenario (laughs) okay all right (laughs) Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I am going to tell the story of Shayna Hubers and Ryan Poston. Okay. So Shayna was born on April 8th, 1991 in Lexington, Kentucky. So she's an Aries gang gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you can just take a look at Shayna as somebody she's, so she's a year younger than me. So we would have been in high school at around the same time. And at that time period, especially like there's a certain type of person that you can just look at and you're like, that bitch was popular. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just tell that like there's something about her. You know what kind of kid she was. She was smart, popular, good at sports, bubbly, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. well liked, just stereotypical popular girl um, that we all went to school with. If there's one thing, though, that people were like, this is the only thing about Shayna that like drives us bananas is that she was really like larger than life. She would make a huge deal out of like little things. She was very, very dramatic like that. Wait, she's an Aries. You don't say (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't feel familiar at all. So if she was happy, she was like over the top happy. If she was sad or angry, it was like the biggest deal in the world. And she would like exaggerate and blow everything out of, proportion she had this real flair for the dramatic and in fact drama was one of her favorite subjects in school cassie looks guilty I don't know what you're talking about sounds (laughs) I cannot relate right now (laughs) to this at all I don't know what you're talking about Shayna was also super boy crazy and she would get very intense very quickly are you literally is this just about me? Yeah, guess it's like, is this an intervention? I am hurting <laughs> on the inside. Sorry. Um, but so she would get very, very intense with these boys very quickly. And if her feelings weren't reciprocated, she was known to throw like tantrums about it. So even though she was popular, she was also considered a bit of a loose cannon. Like people were just like, they knew that like it, you didn't want to get on Shayna's bad side. It's just a lot. Okay. So after high school, she went on to pursue a degree in psychology at the University of Kentucky, where she absolutely thrived and excelled. No surprises there. She was very academically gifted. While at college at the age of 19, Shayna meets 29-year-old Ryan Poston. So Ryan was born on December 30th, 1982. Though his Capricorn, Capricorn, which he he has a few days older. He has real Capricorn energy so it's chris and i Uh yes yeah he's very very driven so though his parents divorced when he was young he remained close with not only both of his parents but also his stepfather after his mom remarried he had three younger sisters and was as well and overall the family just seemed really really close like it was one of those demi moore ashton kutcher and bruce willis situations where it's just like everyone kind of just got along um 
and he's he really doted on his younger sisters as well. They had a really good relationship. Ryan was also really academically gifted, graduating college with a triple major yeah. in history, geography, and political science. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a lawyer. Yes. That's pre-law yep. shit right yep. there. After college, he decided to go to law school where he had a lot of success. And by the time he meets Shana in 2011, he's a successful young attorney. So wow. 29, he's I love it. off to a really great start. That was the most Capricorn thing I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Triple major. He's like going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. I think um, I just recently did one of the um, TikToks for like the I'm a bitch. Yes, I'm yeah. a bitch. I mean, I'm a bitch. You're, it was your chart. Like my chart is just like, I should have that Capricorn drive and Virgo rising. You should like your own I business right now should uh-huh. but it's that gemini and aquarius that i've don't got tell me my, what to do my yeah. chart that just mm-hmm. fucking sneaks up and bites me in the ass yeah yeah that, your, that your chart Woo-hoo. is it's no wonder that you have a lot of face on your face you look yeah. at that chart <laughs> and you're like that is resting <laughs> bitch face in a chart <laughs> yes. like, absolutely <Amazing. laughs> so ryan and shana met through facebook when he liked a bikini picture she had posted. So I think that they had a connection because I was like, how was he on her Facebook? But Shayna was friends with Ryan's step cousin. So I think that he saw like people you may know or whatever and followed her. He had just come out of a serious relationship and wasn't looking for anything serious. He was just looking for kind of like a fling. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Shane is hot. <laughs> I there think you that, go. that's as far as he's the like, thing I he went. literally like your bikini picture. Exactly. <laughs> the end. Exactly. Like- Shayna, on the other hand, had other plans. So once they met in person, Shayna fell hard and fast. We do for, love a Capricorn. For uh, Ryan. She immediately became pretty clingy in the relationship. And to give you an idea, over the course of what would turn out to be their 18-month relationship, Shayna would send Ryan a total of 50,000 text messages. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I got me. I shivered. Dude, that that ain't ain't me. (laughs) And to give you some perspective, it's said that for every one text Ryan would send Shayna, Shayna would send the equivalent of 50. No, that ain't me at all. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yes. That ain't me. You lost me. We don't like that. We don't like that. We don't like that. A lot. Okay. (laughs) And he's busy. Yeah, he's a fucking attorney. (laughs) Like, bing, 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 bing. No. No. So immediately after meeting Shayna, Shayna started telling her friends that Ryan was the one. So 19 years old. She's like, I'm done. No. Done. I found my soulmate. Thank you very much. Shayna was also deeply insecure about Ryan's ex-girlfriend, Lauren, um, that he had just come out of that serious relationship with. To the point where she kept a picture of Lauren on her phone. That's fucking weird. And when she was out with Ryan, she would go up to strangers and show them the picture and say, I'm prettier than her. Right? (gasps) Imagine how uncomfy. Ryan is standing there like... What? <laughs> that's tw- 19 years old. So right scary. Honestly, like, that's 19. Oof. That is insecurity. Insecure. Oh, yeah. Honey. On a, on a mm-hmm. bun. So this obviously led to a lot of arguments you in think? the relationship. Ryan seemed to like Shayna, but it was just a lot. She was needy and obsessive and deeply insecure, and it would get to be too much. So he would end things with Shayna, and then she would go do something, and they would end up back together again. 
And this just happened over and over and over on a loop. They would break up, get back together, break up. We've all known this couple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know. So throughout all of this, I feel like both Ryan and Shayna were being honest about where they stood. They just stood on opposite ends. Like Ryan was saying, like, I like you, but I don't see this relationship going anywhere serious. She's like, yes. She's like, I I can change you. (laughs) Yes. And she's like, I love you. She's like, no, I love you. She's just one of those people who refused to accept the failure. Yeah. She was also like one of those people that's 19. Like all this stuff. I'm like, did I have these thoughts when I was 19? 100. Yes. But you know, you just keep them deep. Yeah. Deep bury deep that shit bury down. Don't. You can't, you can't let the lead with that. You don't lead with your crazy. We've keep all it. done things that are regrettable and you look back on and you cringe or they wake you yeah. up in the middle of the night. Like I can't believe I fucking did that thing, you know? Yeah. But I've never, kept a picture of my that's my right. boyfriend's ex-girlfriend on my phone to that's show to exactly strangers right. yeah no. yeah no that would be that would be a shame in, in my for deepest sure. insecurity maybe maybe after like several glasses of wine i might text it to you guys yeah oh. and be like do you and think i'm like, prettier than yes. that absolutely and, yeah. even, and, and that even is that, the acceptable that's right and <laughs> even that i no would, I would come back sober later and be like i'm so sorry <laughs> I, I feel like that was embarrassing you know <laughs> yeah mm but because Ryan didn't see this as a serious relationship, he would see other people during their breaks, like oh, during their many no. breaks, he would see other people. And when Shayna found out that Ryan was seeing other people, she went bananas about it. Obviously, she would take her texting level up a game, uh, up a level. She would call him constantly, especially if she knew that he was out with someone else. And Ryan wouldn't always reply. But when he did, it was usually to tell her that she needed to stop, that he didn't have the patience for this. And it was driving him insane. And just like, please, like, leave me alone. Like it's because she was just constant, constant text messages and phone calls. Oof. But Shayna really didn't understand why he didn't want to be with her. And she would tell her friends, like, why doesn't he want to be with me? I don't understand why he doesn't want to be with me. Somebody who's had too many yeses in their lives. Uh And she's like, I'm perfect for him. I do everything for him. And she did. When they were together, she did do everything in him for him. She insisted upon it. She would do his laundry. She would do his grocery shopping. She would walk his dogs. But this actually made Ryan feel uncomfortable. I need you to need me. Yeah, it made him feel uncomfortable because it felt controlling. Like yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't doing these things just out of pure like love to make his life easier. It she was, probably thought she was, but it was. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. It was manipulative. Control. Yeah. Yeah. About a year after Ryan and Shayna first meet in the spring of 2012, they are on the outs again. And at this point, Ryan has started his own law firm and is really... damn, yes, this guy is... Yeah, at like 30, he's got his own law firm. Aspirational. Mm -hmm. And he's doing his best to move on from Shayna. He's had enough at this point and kind of just wants to be left alone. Shayna does not like this. So she takes things up a notch. Now, she's not only calling and texting Ryan all the time. She's calling his neighbors. She's calling his friends, trying to get into contact, trying to figure out where he is. That is so awkward. Uh huh. She's calling his law firm, asking for him. No, absolutely not. And initially, Ryan would take her calls at work because if he didn't, she would just keep calling and calling and calling. And it was disruptive because he's at work. But eventually, he had to just stop taking her calls in hopes that if he ignored her, she'd stop. When he started ignoring her calls at work, Shayna borrowed her friend's cell phone and started texting Ryan's work phone, pretending to be a potential client. 
But when this potential client was just berating him with personal attacks and insulting messages, Ryan quickly figured out that this was Shayna. So now she's messing up his bag, right? Like yeah. right in between me and my bag, yeah. I'd be fucking pissed, right? Yeah, that that kind of thing is is so I I don't like being texted all the time. Like uh-uh. we've talked about uh-uh. this. Like yeah. there are times where I just set my phone down and I walk away from it for a couple hours. Oh yeah, yes, totally. just for like as a you break. should. Yeah. As you should, because I'm like it. I don't I get need to be constantly reachable, if, and I don't like it. If I'm feeling overwhelmed, I will put my phone on like do not disturb, and at least it doesn't buzz me. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, when I am ready, when I have like the like emotional mental bandwidth to tackle this, then I will open all my messages and respond to them all. But like I yeah. just can't right now, you know. Yeah, I literally had a week just like that last week. Or, and I'm so, normally yeah. somebody who's never had, I am so like curious, George, like I need to know what's going on all the time. I need yeah. to have this text. Yes. Like I've, what if, what if, what if I'm like totally FOMO, mm-hmm. but I literally just was like, had one of those weeks with PMS and yeah. I'm not somebody who gets it. So when I do, it's like, feels very disruptive yep. to me. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, I was in a place where I was like, I can't have any, yeah. cause I'm taking everything wrong. Yeah. I'm taking everything. Like I just need to like shut well, it like off. Six from- planets were in retrograde too. Oh. So that was also probably, <laughs> I, I am like the opposite of FOMO. I have JOMO. <laughs> the joy of missing out. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna read this book. I get to stay home, stay home, watch Amazing. the serpent queen. This is yeah. great. <laughs> So every time Ryan would block Shayna, she'd find some other way of getting into contact with him. At one point, she gets an out-of-state number and starts calling Ryan with that since he wouldn't recognize the number. She figures out the password to Ryan's Facebook and logs in and monitors his messages. So if he gets messages from women, he deletes. she deletes them before he can see them. And she I starts going through... I got that through. like Michael Jordan thing in my head Stop right now. Stop it. Get help. Get help. That's <laughs> just like, yeah, stop. Girl, you are getting a psychology degree. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Nothing is from up? your class not, is not, triggering something not, for it's you. It's not pinging. You got no self-awareness. Um, so she also starts going through his friends list and deleting people who she finds threatening. So she's, she's deleting women from his friends list as well. She also starts randomly turning up at his work and refusing to leave. I'm and s- no, this is bad period but it should also be said ryan and shayna live 80 miles away (gasps) from each other so she's not just like swinging in like she has to it's an hour and a half drive between where she lives and goes to school and where he lives and works no no No. yes so she is driving 80 miles to randomly pop up at his job and not dude. at no point on that fucking hour and a half drive nothing's coming in your head saying this, this is feels, a lot. This, this feels, feels like a lot. This is a lot. Maybe he doesn't want to see me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So at this point, Ryan is really struggling. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to get rid of her or make her see that he's really not interested in her. Like it is one of those things where it's just like if you break up with someone and they just refuse to accept the breakup. Yeah. Like what are you supposed yeah, to do? And like, as much as we talk about like, you know, I doubt if he went to the cops that they would take it seriously at all. Oh, yeah. Because they barely take yeah. it seriously when it's a woman uh-huh. talking about a man. But they definitely no. feel like they wouldn't take it seriously yeah, with like, the flip side of what, it. What? She's a crazy ex-girlfriend? Sorry. Like, yeah. deal with it. Like, they just, I'm sure that yeah, they would this is, this is just as mm-hmm. scary. Yep. Just oh, as yeah. much harass, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep. Well, she hasn't done anything yet. Yep. So when friends ask why he keeps getting back with Shayna, he tells them that she makes him feel so guilty. She gaslights and manipulates him into thinking that this is all his fault. Dude, you're he's a smart man. A and terrible person. But that like emotional manipulation is hard and yeah. it does go both ways. Like it's yeah. not Which just is why women. I brought it up because yeah. I'm like, you have somebody here who is, you know, Mr. Top of his class, Mr. Uh-huh. Triple major. Yeah. Smart, smart. Mm-hmm. And still getting completely manipulated by an emotion yeah so he'll get back together with her eventually out of guilt and he tells this to her face like he's like i'm only with you because i you make me feel so bad anytime i try and break things off with you that like i it's just easier for me to stay with you than to deal with you whenever Mm. i'm trying to break up with you right but Unfortunately, I think that this has the effect of making Shayna believe it reinforces that yeah. idea that like if he, he does, does break her. up or if he does break up with her, she just needs to be as like persistent as possible and he'll take her back because it's just yeah. less work for him to do that, you know? Wow. But Ryan is clearly starting to get really worried. He's texting friends and family saying things like this is getting to restraining level crazy. She keeps showing up at my condo and refusing to leave. And quote, she almost scares me. So he's saying, I mean, he's scared. But it's one of those things where, again, as a man, I think that it's hard to admit that like you're afraid but <laughs> like, yeah of this flip, person. flip the genders yeah. and it's yeah. terrifying yes. and it, it, you shouldn't have to you we should be able to say like this stuff happens to guys too and mm-hmm. it's just as fucking scary yeah yeah one time ryan told Shayna that he was turning his phone off and she sent him over 100 texts during that time period and then showed up at his house let herself in and refused to leave no in the end ryan left his own house just to get away from Shayna. Wow. Like he went and stayed somewhere else because he was like, I can't get her to leave and I don't want to be here with her. In fall of 2012, Shayna is still clinging on to Ryan and it doesn't seem like a whole lot has changed. She seems to think that there is still something there, but Ryan doesn't see it that way. He's also going through some difficulties at work. At this point, he's, his law firm is being sued for some reason. So it's he's got a lot on his plate and he just doesn't have the bandwidth to deal with Shayna's stuff right now. So he's paying less and less attention to Shayna and in fact has been actively trying to see other people. When Shayna finds out that Ryan is seeing other people, she goes ballistic. She starts texting her friends about how much she hates Ryan and even on one occasion jokes about killing Ryan and playing it off as an accident. Those aren't jokes. No. I mean, I we I can go through yeah. our entire text thread of like all of the stuff that we text and we joke and stuff like that. But yeah. like one of you guys jokes like about killing. No, like, no. I mean, even if you're look, you're 19, you're going through or at this point, she's probably 20. You're going through a breakup or what you think is is a breakup. And we've all been there. I think the the part of like, I, I hate him, blah, blah, blah. That stuff is yeah, fairly yeah, normal fine. things yeah. for people to say. But like to joke that you're going to kill him and make it look like an accident. LOL yeah. is not, that's not an that's, LOL. No. no, even, even when you were breaking up with your ex and like going through your divorce and all that stuff. I mean, that was, that's a lot going through yeah. a divorce is a big deal. I would be concerned if you were like, LOL, going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be too. Yeah. yeah. Never even like, I think if you're in a better headspace that doesn't come into your, your mind. Right. So this is obviously emblematic of something truly mm-hmm. wrong yeah. right, in her right. brain. Yeah. 
On the 11th of October, 2012, Shayna is still kind of forcing her way into Ryan's life. She's invited herself to his parents' house um, for this dinner party. And I have to imagine that at this point, Ryan is just kind of picking his battles with Shayna. It's kind sure. of one of those things where it's like... But what's his family? His I mean, to be like, what the fuck Well, at this mean? party, Ryan takes his dad aside and confides in him that he just doesn't know what to do about Shayna, that he can't get rid of her. Um... And he, he's just, he's really puzzled. And he's telling his dad that he's just done now. Like he's done. Like this isn't like, it's not fun. It's not fulfilling to him at all. He's busy. He's tired. Like the last thing he needs is somebody who's bringing more like stress and anxiety right. to his life. Right. He doesn't mm. want to drag this out anymore. So after the party, they go back to Ryan's condo and they have a heated discussion. We don't know what about, but I imagine he's telling her yeah, like, like this is it. We, this is it. Like we can't, we can't keep going on like this. And he goes to bed after their heated discussion. He wakes up the next morning and finds not only Shayna, but Shayna's mother in his living room. It turns out that after their argument, Shayna called her mom at three in the morning saying that she wasn't feeling well. And could her mom please come be with her at Ryan's house? So Shayna's mom gets up at 3 a.m. and drives 80 miles to Ryan's house to spend the night with Shayna. And when Ryan gets up and sees them there, Shayna tells Ryan that she's having chest pains and her mom is there to drive her to the ER. After they leave, Shayna is texting Ryan constant updates. She's like, I'm at the hospital. They're doing an EKG. They're prescribing all these meds. I'm so sick, et cetera, et cetera. Her and her mom went shopping. They were out shopping. She was just trying to manipulate Ryan into staying with her if he thought she was sick. That's awful. Mm -hmm. Wow. So the whole time she's out shopping with her mom, she's Googling heart conditions, heart disease. What are the symptoms of high blood pressure? (gasps) What are the medications? No. And texting that information to Ryan. Wow. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to that evening and Ryan is doing his best to ignore Shayna because he actually has a date that night. He has a date with the current Miss Ohio, Aubrey Bolt. Ryan and Aubrey had been chatting for a while on Facebook, but this was their first time going out there. This was going to be their first date. Ryan didn't tell Shayna for obvious reasons, but surprise, surprise, Shayna already knew because she had been monitoring his Facebook activity. Two days before Ryan and Aubrey were set to go on their date, Shayna had actually sent a friend request to Aubrey and had been stalking her profile. So she had like been stalking Aubrey's profile. So right before Ryan was about to leave for his date, she knew what time his date was supposed to be. She shows up at his place. Now, Ryan was a gun enthusiast. He owned several guns and had a license to carry a concealed weapon. So he would take his gun with him when he left the house. So he took it with him when he went to work and stuff like that. And then when he got home, he had a habit of taking his gun out and setting it on his table, like his kitchen table. Around 9 p.m. that night, a call comes through to 911. It's Shayna. She's saying, I just shot my boyfriend in self-defense 10 or 15 minutes ago. No. She says that he beat her and tried to carry her out of the room. And when he reached for his gun, she reached for it and pulled the trigger. Also, I have to say, bad acting. It's one of those calls where you're like, okay, this is. No. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something that will continue through this whole next part, because 
this case gets a lot of comparisons to Jodi Aris's case. And you see why already. But then once we get into the interrogation room, it's very similar where Jodi Arias did a lot of weird shit in the interrogation room. She does too. Like, it's very weird. So police rush to the scene. But by the time they arrive, Ryan is already dead. He's been shot six times. Oh, my goodness. So they arrest Shayna straight away. That's not an accident. Right? That doesn't feel like an accident. The gun went off. Six times? (laughs) They arrest Shayna straight away and get her into an interrogation room. And right away, she asks for an attorney. And so they're like, okay, well, we can't ask her any questions. We probably won't get anything out of her, you know, until her attorney gets here. But lucky for them, Shayna likes to fucking talk. To herself? To them. But they're not, but they're not, they're not asking, asking her anything. questions. Like they don't ask her a single question and She's she talks delivered. nonstop for three hours. Oh my goodness. And they're like, oh, let's go check to see if your attorney's here. Oh, you know, go yeah. keep. She just keeps talking. She wow. just keeps talking and she doesn't stop talking. And I highly recommend if you want to watch this, you can find clips. They're all wow. over the place. Like you can watch yeah, her. Her name sounded familiar. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I've definitely seen, mm-hmm. seen stuff, but yeah. I've never, you know, deep dove on this case. Yeah. She goes from telling them details of the murder and what happened to complimenting the teeth of one of the officers. Wow. She's like, she's like, you have really great teeth. Wow. Do you have orthodontia? Wow. Like wow. it's wow. so, wow. it's so wow. weird. Then she's asking, she's like, if I have to go to jail, can I have my cell phone in jail? Are we allowed to have showers in jail or do, you, do people just get really dirty? Like she's like, it's so weird. It's so weird. And the cops, she's so exhausting in the way that she just like keeps talking and keeps wow. going that the cops are taking shifts. Like they're like, they're switching. Oh my God. And as far as like who can be in the room with her because it's so just, much. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shayna would, and when they, when they were like, okay, we're going to leave you alone in the room for a second. She would do this thing where she would start like doing this over the top crying, like hyperventilating thing when they said they were going to leave her alone. And then the second, and you can see it on the fucking video, right. the second they shut the door, drops it completely, like completely <sighs> drops it. Like, wow. It's so strange Whoa. to look at. And she knew she was being recorded of because course. she would look at the camera. Like, so she knew the camera was there. It was it's so strange. That's that's somebody that that's not well in touch with yeah. with everything. Yeah, well, that sounds sounds yeah. like somebody that is not well. Eventually, she would be diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Yep. But I know people with borderline personality disorder, and so I do want to give a disclaimer that like sure. having BPD does not make you correct. Like it may make you more like prone to certain things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna do absolutely you know absolutely Absolutely. yeah yeah Yeah. no i i have i have um a family member with bpd yeah and it's you know it's it's nothing like this you know it's it's a struggle certainly but it definitely doesn't mean right 100 of the time Yeah. yeah yes yes anyway so during all of this Shayna is completely unable to keep her story straight during the initial 911 call, she said that she and Ryan had wrestled for the gun. But in the interview, she says that she picked up the gun first. 
Her story is that Ryan was beating her from the second she walked into the room, but she doesn't really have any physical bruises. She's got nothing. She's, she was looked at when she came in. There's not a scratch on her, really. She says that he picked her up and threw her onto the dining room table, but there's no evidence at the scene. In fact, there's a picture of the table, and his, his table was really messy. There was stuff all over it, so there's like... There's like a bottle of lotion. There's a, a, a glass of water. Nothing is overturned. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. a man's table. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just like. Sounds exactly right. It's the catch-all table. <laughs> it's yes, like yeah. the table's there to, to catch your yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so her story basically changes every single time she tells it. And so it's obviously highly suspicious. She should have waited for a lawyer. <laughs> ah, her yeah. lawyer would have stopped her talking. Um. Her explanation for why Ryan was shot so many times is that after she shot him the first time, he was lying face down, twitching, still alive, but she knew that he was going to die and she didn't want him to suffer, oh. so she shot him an additional Ooh, five times. That's not, that ain't Ooh. it. That. Yeah, you just admitted that like, if you had called for help, if it was an accident and you shot him on accident, he, he was still alive, you could have called for help. Correct. You so chose not to. She, wow. Right. And... This is really upsetting and really like disturbing to me. And again, the way she says this to the officer as though this isn't something that's appalling to say to someone, she tells the officer that even if he wasn't going to die from that first shot to the face, it would have left him very deformed. And according to Shayna, Ryan was very vain and always wanted a nose job. Wow. So she shot him again in the face <gasps> and apparently gave him the nose job he always wanted. Oh, my God. She woman. says that to the oh officer. Oh, my God. How could you say that? Like, and not think that these people are going to think that you're a fucking monster. Like, you have no self awareness. I would never be able to interview somebody because I couldn't hide. Oh, my face on my face. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Could yeah. you imagine if somebody no. told you that? I'd be like, oh, what? Bitch? <laughs> what? No. So after this admission, officers leave the room and Shayna gets up. She starts dancing. She's dancing around the interrogation room. She's singing Amazing Grace, like full volume gospel singing with runs, honey. Oh. Singing Amazing Grace and chanting. She starts sing chanting, sing chanting. I did it. Yes, I did it. Um, yeah. And again, she knows she's being recorded. It's like, it's so weird. It's just, yeah. She was charged Ooh. with murder and her bail was set at $5 million. So Shayna stayed in prison until her trial, which didn't start until three years later. Whoa. Yes. Her defense was obviously self-defense. At the trial, the prosecution um, did bring up all of Shayna's obsessive and stalker behavior. They also reveal, and this is so sad. This is maybe the saddest part of this. They reveal that they have evidence that Ryan locked himself in his bedroom oh, trying God. to get away from Shayna. And Shayna Googled how to pick a lock with a bobby pin. Oh, my goodness. And got into his room. Yeah, doesn't sound like self-defense. The prosecution also brought one of Shayna's cellmates to the stand who said that Shayna had bragged on multiple occasions of killing Ryan. So she was found guilty of murder and was sentenced to 40 years in prison. But this conviction was overturned a year later when it was found out that one of the original jurors was a convicted felon, which was illegal in the state of Kentucky convicted felons are not allowed to serve on a jury. Mm -hmm. So Shana was given a second trial. It took another three years 
for that trial to begin, Ryan's poor fucking family. Awful. This is awful. Like it's so sad. Like it's six I mean, is years. She at least in jail. She's in jail. Thank yes. God. She's not in. I don't think she's in prison. Prison, but she's in jail, like awaiting her second trial. Um, and so that took place in 2018. And this time, her defense team put Shayna on the stand to that testify. Feel like a good idea. In her own defense, that which seems very risky. That's. When on the stand, Shayna would say that Ryan was physically, mentally, emotionally, and sexually abusive throughout their relationship. During this trial, she also accused her father of being sexually abusive to her when she was a preteen and teenager. Objection, relevance. And said that the night, well, here's her relevance. She said that the night that she killed Ryan was the anniversary of when her dad first sexually abused her. Oh my God, I'm so fucking furious right now. We obviously, on this podcast, I want to make this very clear, we take abuse and abuse allegations very seriously. Absolutely. Well, but they have yeah. they have evidence that he locked himself in the mm-hmm. room. This is not somebody if if they're trying like hell to get away. Right. That is not somebody that is. Right. I mean, that to me seems like a, a clue. And like. Well, and there's there's more because, well, first of all, we don't have any evidence that either of these men were abusive. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. But right. we, we don't have. There's no evidence of that. And Shayna has admitted that in order to get sympathy and attention from Ryan throughout the relationship that she had given herself bruises and claimed that Ryan had done it. So she'd lied about him abusing her in the past. So again, we don't know. There's no way to know if any of these abuse allegations are true, but we do know that she has admitted to lying about abuse allegations in the past. So take that for what it is, you know. The prosecution, of course, picked apart her testimony, and in the end, the jury once again found Shayna Huber's guilty of murder and sentenced her to 40 years in prison. Now, here's here's another a couple fun facts. So, 40 doesn't feel like enough, if I'm honest with you. Right. It seems like... She's going to be like, what, life. 60 something? Yeah. Well, I mean, probably older than that now, because I'm, I think it goes into effect when the conviction, so she was closer to... 30? So they don't they don't take into consideration any of the years time served time served. I know I they didn't. No idea. They didn't in the first trial. It was forty years from that date. I don't know Got about it. the second trial how they broke that down. But she was in jail during Jody Arias's trial. Yeah, and she was seen in jail watching Jody Arias's trial and taking notes. Oh my god! <laughs> which no. is no. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she has since um, gotten married and divorced since her 2018 conviction. So, anyway, wow, it's a lot. I have never de- that really is. I've I've Jody Arias has been on my list for but a yeah. long so time, much. but it's so yeah. much. Yeah, it's intense. But this is it's similar. very similar. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's very similar, and it's, I I think it is important to show that like that that men get abused Absolutely, too yeah and they yes. get stalked and mm-hmm. and that it's something that i think a lot of people laugh off or don't take as seriously You're right right i mean and, this was the same time you had that like crazy ex-girlfriend meme and it was all really quite you know funny it was considered very funny but this right. is beyond yeah that like this isn't something to really laugh at this is extremely obsessive yeah. behavior that you're right if the genders were swapped on this everybody would be looking at this as like that is a very scary individual oh yeah and this outcome is going to be yeah bad you know um 
just yeah so just to like normalize anybody being in that situation regardless of the gender we yeah. should yeah yeah and i've cons- seen concerned. a lot of people put um blame on ryan for continuing to interact with her and continuing to go back to her he did the until best you're, he could until do. you're he in that know. situation and stuff too because i know we've talked about it on the podcast like people that have been a little stalker ish and sometimes it's like it's weird this fear of of maybe you should block that person but then you also kind of want to know yeah. what they're doing and you don't want to set them off right like you're you don't know what's going to set them off and so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I think in his mind, he was like, well, I can put up with this. I'll just go along to get along because I don't have the energy or whatever to deal with right. trying to end this right now. Like, I don't have it in me to try and do it. And he saw what happened every time he tried, which yeah. was just like an escalation. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. so... Yeah, it's just it's really really sad. I feel so bad for his family. It's yeah. it's really tragic because he was somebody who um Seemed obviously like somebody that would have been like a real contributor. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like had he big was, plans for his yeah. life and um mm. it's just really sad and it's sad that they his family had to be put through 6 years of <sighs> of that, you know. So heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, what are you guys watching this week? I actually went to the theater this week. Oh my gosh. The theater, yeah. the cinema. Uh, and, you know, spooky season is coming. Very excited. And I went and saw Barbarian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. I heard it. it was scary as hell. It is wild. It is yeah. one of those movies. I didn't find it. There are jumpy moments. Like, there are definitely. It is one of those movies. Definitely go see it with a group in the movie theater because there's so much like bitch don't you know yeah <laughs> don't go down there eric keeps wanting to take me to go see smile, smile. i'll go and with I'm you like, oh, oh my no. god i will go that with fucking you. movie looks, looks terrifying fuck you yep absolutely <laughs> i will you. have nightmares for the rest of my life but Barbarian. i think the only way i could handle it would be in a in big a group. group oh yeah. yeah i i will go with you um barbarian is it, it's got enough levity like there's a, there's enough moments of just like absolute absurdity mm-hmm. in it that make it not as scary to me because justin long enters the picture and it is so like i love, I him. love over him. the top silly yeah. at at points that it's i i don't know i really enjoyed it also bill skarsgård hot love oh hot yeah. <laughs> he might be Skarsgård. my he might be my hater where i'm just like there's something weird about you mm-hmm I'm into it. Though. I'm like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I actually did kind of a theater thing. Um, we have a friend here. I think like now people are like, Oh, let's start going out and doing stuff again. And yeah. like trying to explore the world. I What's hope so. Happening. Right? Come to our live show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> come, uh, yes. Come to our live show. Um, but we did go to kind of a live theater experience. A friend of ours is doing like one of these kind of, it's like a, interactive theater kind of experience so you kind of go and it, it I, it's hard to explain it has like um like you're kind of guided through everybody kind of experiences it a little bit differently but you interact as a guest 
in the American Horror Story hor- like yeah. murder house too, yeah. which is like that's the selling point for me. I'm like, I just want to get in the house. It was really interesting. It was really different. It's hard to explain because you don't want to give anything away. Like, right. But it is. It was kind of a fun experience. I love the idea of interactive theater. It wasn't like too many people either, where it was overwhelming. It was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool, and it was nice. spooky, but it was. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. for spooky season. Yeah. I am so, my body is ready. I'm nice. a, I do, I have to, I was like, I'm a hitter. And so like anybody that took me to a place, I was like, I just want you to know, like if there's something that's going to jump out at me, I am a hitter. Because my limbs be, just, they, they just, react I'm independent a, from my body. If I'm a, if I get jump scared, you're going to get a fist to the eye. And that's, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they can do that anymore. I think COVID yeah. took touching off the menu for for yep. any spooky yep. season enthusiasts for haunted houses you yeah know. I, I, I don't i love all the scary stuff i love haunted houses and stuff like that i don't yeah. like being touched yeah like i don't i will never go to a haunted house where they're allowed to touch you right it just it's crosses not, yeah, a boundary it's not like a me. haunted house where they're oh, like yes yeah yeah you know it's more like a again an interactive theater mm-hmm. so i yes. mean like like one person might take your hand and guide you someplace yeah yeah so it, there is that but it's not like oh jump sc-, you know like, yes yeah but mm-hmm. it was it was it was cool i'm glad yeah it was fun Good. Well, uh, I got a, a real upper for for you guys. I uh, have watched the first two episodes of the new Ken Burns, uh, the U.S. and the Holocaust, oh. which w- it was fascinating. I, I love watching Ken Burns documentaries. Oh, so good. I, I definitely feel like this was a very passionate project for him. Um, it's very relevant. Mm. I definitely it is a hard watch, but it's so I think the thing that affects me the most is how much if you closed your eyes, you would think that this was happening right now, that it's such a mirror and it's done in such a way that it's not like beating you over the head with it either. It's, it was incredibly well done. I think it's an important topic and I definitely recommend everybody watch it at some point. Oh, definitely. It's on my list for sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, if you guys have something that we should watch or read, if you want tickets to our live show at Dynasty Typewriter on October 28th at 730, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's mywarstatepodcast.com, and we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.